What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 160 of the Dual Shocker Shockcast. I am David Rodriguez, your host, and we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. Uh, I'm here this evening with staff writer George Jimenez. Hey. Staff writer Tony Polanco. Hey, now. And staff writer Ryan Meitzel. Nice. You really had you really <laughs> that wasn't planned. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Uh Tony Beautiful. This motherfucker. <laughs> Tony, you're gonna start us off with the new releases. Let's do this. Alright, so we got the sun at night for the PC. Hyper crazy climber PS1 import. Uh the Wolf Among Us episode two, smoke and mirrors for Mac, PC, PS3, and Xbox. What is with this Xbox GS, whatever? Um, Adam's Venture, yeah, Game Store, Xbox Live. Um, Adam's Venture, um, for PS3, Dust Force for PSN, PS3, uh, Surge Deluxe for PSN, Outlast, you get that for free on PS4, people. Uh, King Oddball on PSN. What the fuck, Truck Racer PS2 Classic? That's a that's a PS2. That's classic. a classic right there, dude. Come on, <laughs> don't trash it. All right, uh, Trapped, spelled incorrectly. That's another PS2 classic. Hey, check this out. Guess, enter the gecko. Yeah. Uh, and Fable Anniversary. No one's talked about that. I find that odd. I thought Fable, that the first Fable was like the best Fable. No one's talking about this. Very interesting. We got Retro City Rampage DX for the 3DS. We got Bravely Default uh, for the 3DS, Collector's Edition 2. Jazz Punk for the PC. And finally... The Lego Movie video game for every platform under the sun except PC. Boom, that's it. George, what do you pick? Uh, I'm probably gonna go with Wolf Among Us or Jazz Punk. So both. Yeah, let's go. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, Ryan, <clears throat> Trapped um, is really good though. I actually oh, okay. did play that on PS4. Honorable mention for Trapped. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, well, I am playing The Wolf Among Us right now, so uh, I will go with Outlast because I've actually been meaning to play that. So uh, I'll go with that. You got a PS4? No, um, no, 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 like the PC version. Uh, oh. oh okay. Yo, man, it's only coming out for PS4 this week. <laughs> Done fucked up now, uh, Tony. <laughs> All right, um, that truck racer, son. You know how I do. Nah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with actually this is a lot good stuff. Um, I'm gonna go with Bravely Default because I like old school JRPGs. All right. Uh, it's a tough week for me. There's a lot of good stuff coming out that I like, but I'm gonna go with Dust Force. Dust Force. PS3. Yeah, that Dust Force has one of the best scores I've heard in a video game in quite a while. Dude, I got a little story about that. My friend Emilio Lopez, who draws for, um, you know, DC. Actually, he cut, he drew for um, Aspen. He does colors for DC Comics. All oh, nice. he did at fucking, and he also used to do the podcast with me, Throwdown. All he did at Comic Con was like, dude, you gotta play this Dust yeah. game. That's all he did. Every time I go see him at his, I movie, said the like, same thing. Dude. <laughs> I just I, I literally walked up to it like the the kiosk and no one was playing it. Yeah. I'm just like, let me try this out. What is this fucking dust war shit? And I couldn't <laughs> get out of my mind. It was like a drug, you know. <laughs> like yeah. I, I took one hit and I was just you know, <clears throat> I was tweaking for it. Yeah, and then um, he was like, dude, Dust Wars is finally out. I'm like, what the fuck is Dust Wars? He goes, that game I was telling you about, I'm like, I thought it was called Crazy Dust Sweeping Game. You didn't tell me what it was called, dude. Well, that's a nice synonym for it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, honestly, I play it just for the music because I'm terrible at it, but the music is just it's amazing. Awesome. Um, what kind of music is it? It's like 
oh god, how do you describe it? <laughs> it's kind of like this retro style. Like think of Fez, or like have you heard Fez? Have you played Fez? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, Dustworks is like a action platformer where you can kind of change your momentum mid-jump by sweeping away dust and yeah, like yeah. Go, when I mean, we like, saw it at Comic Con, it was actually really impressive. And... The music though, like like it's like a like a retro 16-bit something like that, but better. I don't know. Okay, I can't really I can with that. So, is the sequel to this game going to be like curling? That would nah, be cool. not chill. <laughs> <laughs> but Dust Force is like you take elements of Strider mostly. And throw in some other Capcom games, and you get Dust Force. Cool. And it's just, it, it's literally a game about people sweeping dust, like really acrobatic janitors. That's all <laughs> it's about. But it's fun as hell. Um, awesome. Alright, so we're going to get into it right now. Um, so Game Informer is coming out, or it's out already with their latest issue, and their cover story is on Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh my god. Big part of that is on Ground Zeroes, um, which is coming out this year. And they had a chance to play it. Now, their own words their own words are the main mission, whatever that means, the main core mission, whatever you want to call it, they finished it in two hours. And so that didn't include uh, whatever side missions there are in, in Ground Zeroes. Now, an hour before we started recording, Hideo Kojima uh, came out on Twitter, and he said that Ground Zeroes includes the main mission alongside five side ops. And all missions include elements such as trial records where players can compete against each other online. He said it's not a linear game like the past. Ground Zero offers freedom and approach, freedom of approach and play style, which we hope players will enjoy over and over without becoming bored. And uh, he thinks people will be satisfied with the playtime of Ground Zero, so he's probably, he has to say that regardless. Um, and will not stress the quote-unquote clear time, which is a standard for linear games. So my question is, with his explanation, with what you've heard, is this still worth the what is it? Thirty physical, twenty digital? Uh, it's twenty digital, thirty physical for current gen consoles, meaning on PS3 and Xbox 360, last and then console. next on last gen. I'm sorry, and then next gen is a uh, thirty digital, current forty gen. retail. Current. Yeah, gen. pretty I mean, much. Like as, as Metal Gear fans, because I know, like you know, as we. We can give our analysis just as, as as fans of games, but as Metal Gear fans, are you guys satisfied with what they seem to be offering here? That's my yeah. Question. Th- th- here's my take on it. And I wrote this when I um, did the post on it. Basically, you know, if you're a Metal Gear guy, this is essentially the tanker mission or the virtuous mission. This is the intro of the main game, which is the Phantom Pain. Those two missions were not longer than two hours. And remember, this is two hours of gameplay. They're not including cinemas, which we all know are very long in Metal Gear, <laughs> you know? And then we got these five side missions, and then, you know, you just said that they have different ways of doing missions. If this is like other Metal Gear games, I'm pretty sure that playing on, on different difficulties will give you other items, too. So I'm pretty sure you could get a good 10 or 12 hours minimum out of this if you play it like that. And then, of course, going back and redoing missions in certain different ways. If this thing is as open as Hideo's claiming it is... So if you I'm... plow through it, it's two hours. Yeah, but if you, yeah and like, they didn't say they weren't counting. It wasn't counting any of the uh, like Xbox One exclusive missions or the yeah. PS4 exclusive missions, which That's right, I forgot about come that, extra yeah. for pre-ordering, which could be an hour and two hours on their own. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think me and Tony were talking about it earlier, where it's like, hey, you know, two hours is... The length isn't that much of a big deal for me, as long as for those two hours I'm just like completely engaged and completely happy. 
Exactly. You know, I made the example of like, uh, you know, and Ryan, you've played Gone Home. That game maybe is two hours, two and a half hours, and that costs roughly around $20. Yeah. But mm-hmm. honestly, I played it once, and I was completely satisfied with that experience yeah. to the point where it was like, you know what? I wish I could give them more money because that was amazing. Hmm. And I think Journey was what, like fifteen dollars or ten dollars? Yeah. And that was about three hours long. I think a lot of people are, are going to take issue with just the price of the game because yeah. you know, take a game like Bravely Default, which is like what thirty hours. Easily, Maybe, yeah. And, th- and, yeah. and, and, it's, and that's thirty dollars. So I don't know. I, and I, it really depends what you what your value proposition here. You know. Yeah. What's your fun per hour in dollars form? Like that that's the big thing I think is the value proposition of whether you'd want to spend like twenty dollars for like an okay sixty hour game or a really, really good, you know, you know, two to five hour game. You know, so that like again, like you have a lot of those like like Ori said, like Gone Home or like a lot of indie games, like even stuff like Braid or like Portal and stuff like that, that that are really short but they're really, really good. So Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean is it yeah. doesn't quality Trump quantity. I, that's the way I always see it. If you have a really like fun experience with those two hours and it's great, then you know what does it matter if you spent like thirty or forty dollars on it? If right. you enjoy yourself, that's the main thing that should count. You know. That's what I was gonna say. You really shouldn't grade games all on the same scale in terms yeah, of exactly. how long it takes to complete it and how much it costs. You know. Um, I mean, see, my biggest question is. And and the way you know Tony kind of put it is like yeah what if this is that like that tanker mission or that virtuous mission I'm like why is this just not included into the main game or is it just like I don't know is it, do they just have extra I don't, he it, said like, that as he a developer want, this he game is just like, wait that's what he yeah said. exactly because he he said that the Phantom Pain is nowhere near being finished so he wanted to give people this to tide them over until the main game comes out and what what me and George talked about was you know and this is just my theory what if they release three versions of this think about it like this you got Ground Zeroes you got Phantom Pain then you got the special edition which includes the Phantom Pain and Ground Zeroes in one package because yeah, one, yeah, the, a year oh, after it's launched and you yeah. get that you, you, your game of the year edition that comes with everything yeah because if this thing's only two hours long you could easily just throw in the extra like 10 gigs or whatever into the game you know oh that's an awful precedent to set by the way let me just add yeah that. and the sad part is <laughs> as a person who owns three copies of each metal gear game i will probably end up buying them all just throwing it out there yeah we talked about it earlier like any <laughs> hardcore metal gear fan is going to pick this up anyway regardless if this was 15 minutes two hours you know, you just if have it to. Was just Kojima sitting on the toilet. Reading, yeah, if, it was just if Kojima he was just reading, reading the poetry script. on the toilet. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck. <laughs> I think it's I gonna be a really harder sell point, for. Too. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a harder sell for someone who's not big on Metal Gear. Yeah. Or like, you know, say someone like me who's like, I'm not a devout Metal Gear fan, but like, you know, my favorite is still Peace Walker. But I I look at Metal Gear and I just kind of cringe a lot of the times watching go watching a lot of those cutscenes where it's like yeah they're they're well done but man the words that come out of their mouths are so stupid <laughs> <laughs> you know and I'm and I keep thinking of Metal Gear Solid Four and just like you know the last forty five minutes which is just the ending cutscene and it literally just gets dumber and dumber as the thing goes on. Uh, but you know what? I sat through it and I was like, you know what? As stupid as this was, this was really entertaining. As much as I wanted to like skip the cutscene, I was like, no, no, let's see how fucking cra- let's see how far this crazy train goes. <laughs> um, I mean, could they have released the whole game as one? I I think they could have. 
Yo, they easily I mean, could have, but they didn't want, you know, Kojima wanted to throw that out there. Now, whether if it was for profit or not is up for debate, but... But, uh, yeah, it's profit. You know, I mean, yeah, it's obviously <laughs> profit, it's They could have waited, but they wanted a little bit of extra cash. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, you know what, It'll give you guys something. Here's something, you know, which I appreciate. I don't give a shit. I would easily pay $40 a year for yeah. a little is of metal gear that's how crazy i this, am this is you no know? gt5 prologue we're talking about yeah. no i know <laughs> man yeah i think that was a lot of people's concerns uh, they they kind of have that in the back of their head it's like yeah that's what the if first this thing is another, i thought of yeah what if this is another gt prologue looking it's like oh here's something to tide you over and you're like well you tied us over to crap yeah. like yeah i know who that is yeah that's snake but i'm not doing anything i want to do yeah hopefully it won't be that but yeah. i i think in terms of how long you're gonna have to wait it may be like GT5, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that long. No, no, I like thinking of it like if it was like a Dead Rising Case Zero, where I think that was like roughly two hours long. But then again, that was five dollars. Yeah. yeah. See. <laughs> and I really like that, but I was like, maybe I, I think it's not too late for them to just play around with that price a little bit. I mean, they, I, I feel like that's still a little bit too expensive for, and and essentially they're not giving us a complete game. You, they told this is a prologue. Yeah, they're not hiding that fact. They mm-hmm. flat out said this is just the intro of the game. At a, right? at a full retail price, though. It's mm-hmm. like... <laughs> well, it's not full retail. Full retail would be $60. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's retail price for, like, you know, a double-A studio or a double-A game or just yeah. you know, a downloadable Deadpool title. Deadpool was 40 That's, like, that's one recent game that's a similar yeah. price point. Yeah, whatever. Well, th- remember, 40 is for the PS4 and Xbox yeah. One versions, you know? The, physical. If you, you could still save some money and download the shit, mm-hmm. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and to the people who are just, like, are really apprehensive about the price, I, you know, I, I would wait on it. Like, you know, there's no gun to your head saying, like, oh, fuck, I'm a Metal Gear fan, I have to buy this, but I feel like I'm ripped off. It's like, no, 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 you, you know, you don't owe anything to Kojima. If you don't feel like this is, like, a right... He's setting like a precedency that you don't agree with. You you're not obligated to buy the game. In fact, you know if you, if you wanted to stick it to him, wait until you got a used copy floating around, then buy that, and he won't see any money from that from oh, that man. copy. Plus, well, <laughs> the game like this is going to be reviews coming out a week and a half before it even comes out. Mm. So you'll have more than enough time to assess the situation, if I may. <laughs> you're right. You know you get a review copy, and you have to review done that night if it's only two hours long. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <clears throat> Nobody See, rush be... rev- yeah, rush reviews are only a pain in the ass when you have like a sixty-hour game and you're like, oh, I have a weekend to get this in. Like that, oh, that's when you want to. That, that's yeah. when you want to kill yourself. That happened to me with uh, Arkham City. Uh, what else did I? I think one of the Saints Rows. Saints Row two or three. Yeah, well, Saints Row two. I had kind of play in like had to play in a weekend. And, yeah, that, that's never fun. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, that was your solid. <laughs> I'll get into it eventually. One of these days, I'll get into it. It's still not my cup of tea. David, are you still uh, trying to remember what you were trying to say before? No, no, no. I said it. The whole thing about um, the whole thing that I forgot that I said, I said it already. Yeah. Okay. I remember that well, I said it, but now I forgot again what it was I wanted to say. All right. So you're just being quiet because you're just not excited for Metal Gear, then? I just, it's just, uh, you know. So, so who, who here know. would actually pick up a copy? I will. Shit. I have to get a PS4 first, so. <laughs> Dude, I am the guy. I like I said, I will buy this. I will buy Phantom Pain. I will f- buy the Super Ultra Edition that has both the games. That's how. It, dude, come to my house. I totally understand. I, I own yeah. three copies of each fucking game. That's how hardcore I am about Metal Gear. No. Metal Gear is the one game that I would buy a system for, and I don't believe in buying a system for one game. That's how crazy I am about Metal Gear. So that lets you know where I'm coming I, from. I totally, dude. If if they if they said 
Mirror's Edge 2 isn't going to be out until 2018, but here's the demo. And it's $80, and it's called Mirror's Edge 2. If Dave buys this, we'll kill him. I'd probably <laughs> buy it. Because that's how big of a fan I have of Mirror's Edge. Wow, so you, totally you're probably the biggest Mirror's Edge fan I know. No one likes <laughs> that game. It's such a no. The it's thing got is, a, it's got a very cultish following. Yeah. Where there's just like not you know like yeah I played Mirror's Edge it was kind of good the fighting kind of blows but yeah I, I appreciate what they did but like I was never clamoring for a sequel. But no, there's 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 a, a legion of people out there that are just like oh no there needs to be my life yeah. is not complete until Mirror's Edge two comes exactly. out and I'm like yes. <laughs> I'm agreeing with guys. everything George is saying. I was like, you that, poor fucking guys. <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like when they announced the game at E3 last year, I was like, wait, where were these people when the first game Dude, came out? Like... I almost <laughs> threw my laptop off the balcony where I was sitting. I was so happy when I saw that trailer. I was like, yes, finally. No, it's like it's a it, it's it's actually a pretty mediocre game, but it's got just I don't know. It, for me, it was the atmosphere, the music, the gameplay when it wasn't when it didn't involve guns. It was just <laughs> amazing to me. The thing is that, like, that was one game where you saw so much potential that it's like the sequel has to happen. Yeah, I, and like I liked Mirror's Edge because it reminded me of that one Xbox game called uh, Breakdown, which was Never a, heard a of it. it was a first-person melee kind of adventure game. It was like a pseudo sci-fi game, but it was a lot of like uh, one-on-one kung fu fights, and you were doing a lot of somersaults. But it was all done in first person, and you got like such car motion sickness playing that game oh, because no. all you would see is just the guy's hands and feet and then they would make you do like all these like corkscrew flips as you're trying to fight and then do like oh do slow motion cartwheel thing yeah if you get a chance google it or just look at some youtube videos for it, it, it yeah it's that well, you can see yeah, yeah. you can see that uh, where mirrors that got some influence from uh yeah it was called breakdown yeah yeah, and I'm pretty sure when Mirror's Edge, the original one, was announced, the one fan of Breakdown, that's a ripoff, man! That's just fucking Breakdown! <laughs> or, you know, just like the hipster in the group was, well, if you were a fan of that, then you really should have tried Breakdown. Basically what I just basically what I just did just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were cool about it, though. You were cool about yeah. it. <clears throat> um, all right, let's move on. Uh, so we've, we've kind of touched on this before. Um, the whole Kickstarter thing. Uh, I'll just be upfront with you guys. Um, do you think it's overall harmful to? Because I've heard people say this is not how I feel personally, but I heard people say like Kickstarter is harmful to gaming somehow. Um, or do you feel it's beneficial? Or are you somewhere in between? Or do you just not give any fucks about Kickstarter? Like, what do you guys think of Kickstarter? Just overall, in terms uh, of gaming projects. I think Kickstarter is a good alternative for developers who don't want to seek backing from a major publisher. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who kind of want to go that double fine route where it's like, hey, we want to make a cool game, but we want to be beholden to a big publisher where they kind of call the shots. And to me, that's all I always thought what was the attitude of Kickstarter. I think what some of the grossness comes in is when some companies are using Kickstarter to just, all right, if we raise like $80,000 and we can kind of make a prototype of the game that we can then pitch to an EA or an Activision, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. It's sleazy, of, yeah. Yeah, I think that yeah, kind yeah, of defeats the purpose of it because then you're just really funding a pitch prototype. You're not really funding a game. You're kind of funding just a far-fetched idea as opposed to other people who are just like, no, no, we want to release this game. Like, you know, you know, Double Fine's a great example for that for Broken Age and uh, Massive Chalice. Uh, there's one game called, you know, Liege, which is kind of, you know, I told you it was the guy said, it's kind of Game of Thrones and Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm like, here, take all my money. You, you <laughs> take it all. And he's like, no, I want to release this digitally on my own, maybe through Steam or something. 
but yeah, you can see kind of like that where where the money is going. And I think if you know if the person doing the Kickstarter is very honest and just kind of like you know kind of pulls the curtain behind the development and kind of gives you like, hey, this is what we're doing so far. You know, and they're very consistent with their updates. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's that harmful. I I think there's a couple of situations where people are just like, oh, I can't believe I invested money in this game that didn't turn out. What the fuck? I'm like, no, well, that's that's Kickstarter, dude. Like, you gotta remember you're taking a risk. Yeah, that's the whole exactly. idea. It's you're basically gambling, but you know, with video games. Like instead of winning money, you just you know the game that you kind of had interested in will come out. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. That's that's pretty much everything I, that I could say about it too. Yeah, I don't really feel too strongly about Kickstarter one way or another. It's like yeah, it's good for like the little guys that want to get their games out there. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you want to make sure you're honest with the people that are backing your game. You don't want to do any anything sleazy like that whole thing with um. Broken Age, where like they were like, oh yeah, we're running out of money. By the way, we got Elijah Wood in the game. It's like, wait, wait, maybe because you paid all these actors all this fucking money. So you know, they never, they were never upfront about that. That seemed weird to me. So you just gotta be honest with with the people. But I don't really feel strongly about it one way or another. Um, you have another question about this, and I'll answer that later <laughs> about you know backing stuff because I did back one game, but um, you go ahead and answer it now. It's yeah. Fine. Okay. Okay. Basically, I backed Mighty Number no. Nine. And this is why I did it as soon as it met all of its goals, you know, because I wasn't going to like, you know, it's like, okay, I want to make sure this game is actually coming out. Then I'll give you money so I can have my game. And, you know, considering... And even then you're still taking a risk. You're still taking a risk, That just means the project is funded. You know, a million things could happen where, you know, we've seen Mm -hmm. this happen with other Kickstarters where they get funded and they make all this money and they're just kind of like they overspend because they, you know, they budget themselves for like, you know, $100,000. But like, hey, we've got a million. Let's shoot for a million. It's like, no, no, no. You didn't budget yourself for a million dollars. That's why six months down the road you can't pay anybody. Yeah, so I mean, I I felt safe enough. Yeah, I I felt safe enough to invest in it. But you're right. If if it just goes under, I won't be mad about it either. I knew the risks, you know. But overall, that's the only game other now. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's great. But I kind of, you know, I'm I'm old school. I just like to buy games that are at the damn store already. I don't have to go through all this other crazy stuff. And just to to, uh, to articulate these risks that we keep mentioning, uh, I'll quote. The editorial we have on DualShockers.com by Alyssa James um, was basically a study found that um, only one-third of video game Kickstarters delivered to their backers in full. And uh, the possible reasons um, are, are attributed by attri- – can be attributed to um, the lack of experience with Kickstarter, which kind of ties in to what um, George was talking about, some, guys, some people that make it, that u- utilize it to make a prototype. Which really shows that it's not really an understanding of what Kickstarter is, is there for. Um, the other reasons are an underestimation, the money needed to fulfill the campaign promises, or too much funding, which results in too many reward tiers and added features for backers, which in the, wrong, in the long run means overwhelms developers, causes massive delays, and causes production to screech to a halt. So those are the risks of Kickstarter. 
for yeah, both that, developers those, not, yeah. and backers. Both need to be aware of those. Yeah. Those numbers sound really bad too. Yeah. Only one third of them. Wow. Yeah, and, and if you guys want to see like a good example of like a really good Kickstarter and like a good way of how they broke down what how much it costs to actually make a video game, uh, the game Skullgirls when it first came out, they wanted to add another character, and they went to Kickstarter and it says, "Listen, in order for us to add another character, we need another two hundred and fifty thousand dollars." Remember that? People, yeah. And people were like, "Whoa, what the That's fuck? Lot, yeah. That's a lot of money." <laughs> and then they would say, "No, no, no, no. Here's the breakdown sheet. Uh, how much it just costs." to add another character to a fighting game typically. And they say this is what kind of like the same format that any your favorite fighting game out there, you know, given you know hoops give, you gotta jump through the cost. Yeah, money. given through a thousand dollars. And they were saying just optimization and place testing alone is like a hundred grand. Because it's like, you know, they have to pay people to actually sit there for twelve hours a day and mm-hmm. seeing what works, what doesn't work. Like balancing and tweaking alone was like where the bulk of the uh, money went, and then say, hey, voice actors, you have to pay a voice actor like a SAG rate of like five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and it's like, oh, you know, can you just grab a guy and record him? It's like, no, you no, can't. There's unions. <laughs> there's unions. You can't just grab a guy. No, if you grab a guy, he's got to sign up in a union. You got to give him like union rates. Like you can't just give a guy fifty dollars to make noises of him getting punched in the face. But I think that was I think it gave people I think it gave people a really good lesson as far as like, you know, armchair developing where it's like, oh, you know, I could do this for cheaper. It's like, no, you couldn't. This is kind of realistic cost. And they said they were kind of lowballing the cost too. Like they said some stuff was more expensive than they were leading on. Just because they, they they said if they put the actual cost, it would just terrify people to not donate. Mm. But I think they did I think they did eventually get that uh that extra character in, but I thought that was a good example of just giving you a breakdown. I was like, yeah, it's not just, oh, we, they should throw, uh, they, we need another Akuma in this Street Fighter game. It's, no, it's actually not that easy. They, so they just easy, don't... just, you know, copy and paste. I mean, come on. You, he's right. in another game, just yeah. copy and paste it. God, they're so just lazy at Capcom. Backspace, backspace, <laughs> control C, control V, some code, and there you go, motherfucker. Yeah, apparently it's not that easy. It's... Yeah, there was a game on PC, and this was <laughs> No, we lost him. Tony? Tony died. Tony? <laughs> Tony! <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm thinking they think it's like that. I just toss them in. It's fine, man. Wait, Tony. <laughs> we lost you for a second. <laughs> it was me? great. <laughs> you, need oh, to start, no. you need to start over. Okay, you could edit that. Oh, basically, there was <laughs> No, this... we're keeping that in. <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it. The final product yes. is great. Okay, there was this game that was that was for PC, but it was just like a mod game or whatever. It wasn't a, a real game. It's called Mugen, something like that. Oh, I've oh, seen those god awful. Yeah, was that when I was in high school? Yeah, and yeah. I'm guessing that's what these people think. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. Look, look at this game. They have a million characters. Just yeah, you can have Superman versus you know <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you also notice that game doesn't work 90% of the time. Like, it's sometimes it's just yeah. literally two characters just standing there. Just they throwing punches from a game, distance. No, you know, but yeah, that's what they're probably thinking, you know. It Dude, if I can have people. Homer Simpson versus Marvin the Martian, then, you know, <laughs> come get their shit together. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. <sighs> you know, the other day I had Batman and Superman versus Alex Rodriguez and, and Derek Jeter and Mugen, <laughs> so, you know. Fu- All right, let me stop. <clears throat> what were we talking about again? Kickstarter. We're about, yeah, we're talking about Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah. For whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, no, I, I, I think we've honestly, I think we've beaten that horse. I don't even think there's a horse left. I think there's just dust. There's just, there's not a horse. We're <laughs> yeah. just beating the ground. Um. But yeah, we outlined the risks, so you just, you know, what you're getting into. Same thing for developers. Just everybody. It's just, it benefits everybody in the long run to just do the proper research. That that goes for everything. <laughs> not just Kickstarter. Yeah. That goes for Pretty life. Much. Goes for life right there. 
know what um, you're getting into, people. Exactly. Uh, let's see what else here. Okay, so Nintendo. Quite a few bits of news came out regarding Nintendo last week and this week. Um, the first thing that came out was they're going to license their character. Well, they're considering or are going to license their characters to new partners. Uh, what that do- that doesn't mean you're going to have Super Mario Brothers PS4. It means that they're just going to have uh, like. I guess a fair comparison would be uh, Capcom handing off DMC to a Western developer, right? Yeah, uh, Sega did something like yeah. this years ago where um, yeah. these developers would come in and almost pitch an idea for their existing franchises. So, you know, someone's going to come into the, you know, big Mario office and say, hey, we are ABC Development. We have this really cool idea for another Mario game. And I guess they kind of pitch them that way and they say, you guys know what you're doing run with it, here's some money, and then other people are like, no, you're insane, we can't have Luigi cook anymore. We it's can't like, oh. have the the Grand Theft Auto Mario <laughs> Luigi mod. That awesome trailer. <clears throat> um, yeah, so there's that. And uh, they are considering mergers and acquisitions. And I, I again, I doubt this means that they're saying they're going to let themselves get bought out by Sony. It probably means that they're considering buying merging, up smaller studios. Yeah, and merging with a smaller studio. Um, which would be good. Go ahead, Ryan. No, no, was, like yeah, when you consider, <laughs> yeah, when you consider like some of the studios they worked with, like, cause if you imagine like maybe if they bought like Retro Studios or something like that, like that would be something cool. Like if they if they purchased those kind of smaller studios that they worked with in the past, or like a way forward that did like Aliens of Festation on the three, yeah, uh, yeah. on the DS, you know, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are clamoring for them. It's like, hey, just make a fucking Metro game. Hey, make a Ic- kid, another Kid Icarus game right now too. And, and and I think it's just, like, there's only so many people at Nintendo that can make these games, so I think if you start bringing in third parties to, like, you know what, all these people want these fucking franchises, let's at least get the ball rolling and get just get some of these out there to just kind of shut them up. That's, you know, it, they're kind of doing the Kojima. It's like, all right, you know what, you, I know you guys really want a Metal Gear. Here's a two-hour thing. Just sh- shut up and leave me alone. Here's Revengeance. <laughs> Revengeance, right? Yeah? No? No, no, I like Revenge. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're gonna do something like that, you gotta make sure you get quality studios. Remember Capcom and Bionic Commando? Look how that turned out. I don't. Is that a? Uh, there were two Bionic sign? Commandos. The first <laughs> remake was the first remake that was like a 2D side scroll. That, that was, was really the good. good. One. That was the good yeah. one. And then and, the 3D one. And then they made a remake of that, or it was just another game entirely, which was just hot garbage. Yeah. All so right. Nintendo. But are you gonna wait, wait, wait? Like are that, you gonna put you know? Bionic Commando on the same level as Super Mario Brothers, though? No, no. I'm just saying, yeah. if you don't want a studio like you don't want that situation to happen, you give it, you give more. No, like but a Nintendo, that, Nintendo you know? is very protective of their IPs. So that's I don't what think I'm they're saying. Just, they're yeah, not going to give it not... willy nilly to just like a first time studio. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see them, you know, just go, you know, Atlas or something. Be like, hey, Atlas, try your hand at, you know, make. Well, that's uh, been rumored for a while too. That would, that would be amazing if Atlas yeah. just had a, a moment to just goof around with one of these franchises and see what they come up with. Or, you know, maybe get fucking Suda 51, you know, have, let's let's go fucking nuts with some of these franchises. What is in your like, head right now? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, think, I'm thinking, of just like, let's give F-Zero to just some maniac from, like, ex, like, Team Ghost guys that did, like, um, uh, Need for Speed. Speed. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Those guys are... They just they got need, laid off. Yeah, they need work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they can come up with a really cool F-Zero game. Just F-Zero in general. And Star Fox. Yeah. Show them some love, man. Yeah, get Psygnosis. The guys who used to work on Wipeout, they made G-Police. They can make a good... Like, the Colony Wars, they made Colony Wars. Get a gang, find... Oh my dig God. up some Psygnosis people. I can't believe people still talk about Colony Wars. Colony Wars 1 <laughs> and 2 are by far one of the best 
space fighter arcade sim games out there. That well, that, I took that back. I think Starlancer on the Dreamcast is also really, really good. Which that was a game no one bought, but it was oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here from Nintendo? Um, they acknowledge that uh, the stock market is the stock market has helped their company, but they have considered delisting themselves. Uh, which you know that that could have some benefits. Um, they don't have to answer the shareholders. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure there's probably a ton of hoops that you have to jump through. You, you, when does that simply delist themselves from the stock market? Yeah, doesn't the uh, I believe the doesn't the FCC have to approve that or some sort of there's a governing shit. Yeah. There's a governing body that just says like yeah you can't just delist yourself. We have to like approve it, and I think yeah. you have to own you probably have to own major the majority of the shock stock the shock. <laughs> yeah, like look, I'm I'm not an economics guy, so <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want, and. uh... What is uh Iwata said they've been preoccupied with a fixed idea of what a game should be like. The game industry is at a turning point amid new developments like the rise of smartphones. Uh, my question to you guys is what the fuck does that statement mean to you? I think that's just Nintendo acknowledging that they're very <sighs> stubborn and hard-headed and like yeah. you know it's just, it's the, the Nintendo yeah, they're acknowledging the Nintendo way of thinking that everyone accuses them of. Mm-hmm. Which is basically just ignoring popular opinion and just doing what Nintendo does. And it's like, yeah, yeah we know we do that. Since times are looking kind of rough, we may consider other options. But I don't think it means like, I don't think it just means like, oh fuck, we gotta put Mario on an iPhone like stat. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. I think they're just saying. I think they're just acknowledging people. Hey, we hear you. <laughs> we probably will not listen to you, but you know your your opinion is appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> This is just an aura of troll right there when you said that. Um, all right, anything else about Nintendo? Ryan, Tony, anything you want to add? Yeah, nope. not really. No? no? No fucks given from Ryan today? <laughs> no fucks given Wednesday? Just all release right. some fucking games. Of course. F-Zero and Star Fox, though. So you, you, God, it's so easy. Just one love, man. Um, Alright, so we're going to run down some news here. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay, so Watch Dogs is still coming out for the Wii U, so you can all just calm the fuck down. It's coming out for the Wii U. Oh my god! <laughs> the, definitive, the definitive next-gen platform, the Wii U. I also love how, yeah, I also love how people were losing their minds. It's like, motherfucker, half of you shit on the Wii U 24-7. Why are you freaking out? It's not coming well, out for the Wii U. Well, don't forget, there's some people out there where, you know, their only next-gen system is a Wii U. So it's like, hey, you know what? I'd probably like some games to come out for this thing. Can we put next-gen in quotations, I'm please? obviously not addressing those people. What? Can we just put next-gen in quotations? It's next-gen. The, the same it's way a, the Wii was yeah. next-gen. It's a next-gen console. I mean, it's it, it's, right. I don't know if you're going... I mean, if you want to go by graphical fidelity, it's like, yeah, you know, it's not going to look as good, but I mean, they're trying we something new with the gamepad. We all know it's not about graphics. Yeah, well... About yeah. graphics. Um, <laughs> oh, and this is funny. Uh, so there was a rumor, um, which was somewhat pretty much confirmed, that uh, the trademark for Watch Dogs had been canceled. And uh, a few outlets ran with this saying, oh my god, are they halting development? Um, yeah, because that makes sense. For, for no, the worst, thing yeah. That hap- yeah, the worst thing that would have happened is they wouldn't be able to use the Watchdog name, but they got it back. Apparently there was some forgeries, yeah. some, some forged signatures of the president of Ubisoft to patent it off, yeah. to trademark <laughs> off, which is amazing. I love that. <laughs> no, That's people thought ep- that they were canceling it. I'm like, why would you, they would sooner release a shitty, buggy-as-hell game and make some money back than just not release it. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Come on. Yeah. Come on. 
Yeah, I remember I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to report on that. That sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah. really. It's a funny story. I mean, yeah. I like the idea. It's like it's pretty much that easy to just cancel a trademark. Like, I'm, you know, if, I'm going to do that with Call of Duty or just Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Just fucking stop them. <laughs> this is just my way. Dude, yeah, that's that level of for right I'm just yeah. curious who did that, though. Like, was it? an epic troll or was that's it like what a, i'm saying man. it that's sounded like troll. a troll it sounded like a troll move no, but, I mean, but what if maybe it was like maybe... some really disgruntled ubisoft employee that was like fuck you motherfuckers man and just that, you know and that's amazing fuck you. <laughs> that's hilarious oh, he, he lost his job and wanted to get back at them so He's i would like, get Yo, my revenge fuck their whole shit up yeah because it's someone who knew what they're doing so it's someone of you know yeah who's kind of familiar with the trademark i guess legality of it all and yeah and who's like you know has who's morally ambiguous to just kind of like start forging signatures with the president of a fucking company like I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a troll, it's like, dude, what did Ubisoft do to you? Yeah, like, really. What did they do? <laughs> was was the last Assassin's Creed not good enough or something? Like, come on, man. What's up? Um, all right, what do we have here? Uh, the PlayStation Now beta list, the beta game list was leaked. Um, so Ryan, you can look forward to Darksiders 2, uh, <laughs> Dis- I'm sorry, is it Disgaea? Yeah, Disgaea 4, Killzone 3, MX vs. ATV, Alive, Ninja Gaiden 3, Popo and Yo, Puppeteer, Shadow of the Colossus, and, uh, Shatter. Who is making I, noise? Yeah, I, I don't know. Stand. Oh, that was me, I'm sorry, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Throwing stuff on my mic. That's alright. Um... Wait, why are you throwing stuff on your mic? You zoned out as soon as you said MX ATV or whatever. I was like, yeah. what? There's <laughs> some I'll caliber games look, there. I'll, I'll have them to look forward to once I get the beta uh, voucher code because I'm still actually waiting on that. Uh-oh. So I haven't gotten in yet. Yeah, it, a lot of people are annoyed with this list. I'm like, listen, assholes, this is a beta. This is to see if the fucking service works. Yeah, I think the expectation was that people would get to play The Last of Us and God of War Ascension. I want to play God of War, no. damn you. Fuck you. Sony's response should be, fuck you. We're testing something out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. should be honored Shout that you're... Re- alone. You better be happy we're giving yeah. you MXA TV, bitches. <laughs> oh, no, the whole idea I... is you try it out, and you see if it works, great. If yeah, it doesn't, yeah. you tell them, hey, this doesn't work. It's Yeah, because mm-hmm. I am actually... A couple of those games I am looking forward to trying out. Like, Puppeteer, I definitely want to try out. Um, Shadow of the Clauses, I mean, I've played before, but it'll be nice to see how it runs on... Uh, and that's it, right? Nice to see, yeah, nice to see <laughs> <laughs> familiar, uh, but yeah. Yeah, your I'll job is it. to play the beta. Your job is just to try this service out, not to... You're not supposed to have fun. You're working. You're off the clock. <laughs> That's what a beta is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to um, beta. And uh, this is subjective, of course, but initial reports are saying that it takes about two minutes to start a game. That includes the, the authorizing, testing of connection, loading of the game, uh, loading on a black screen, a warning splash screen, setting up trophy data, and a Sony splash screen, and loading animation came out to 117 seconds and that was for Killzone 3 and that'll immediately get you into the game meaning right from there I have a start menu I can hit start and I'm not going to be bothered again yeah that's what that means if if, if you hate two minutes waiting for two minutes you could honestly just start the game go take a piss go get the mail make a sandwich they go take a you know drain the lizard you come back and you're good yeah, you're ready to go. Just wash your hands. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it works, I mean, I'm excited to see this thing actually work because I, yeah. you know, we've we've heard this premise oh. before, but like, this all could go horribly wrong. Like these no, streaming you, services George, are just like it. It will. The first week or two, it will. Just prepare yourself now. The first, when everyone jumps on, 
and their servers get just you know because yeah. it's still because it's still PlayStation Network guys. Like as much as we love PlayStation Plus, we love the free stuff that we get from there. Yeah. The service is still terrible. And it's yeah. and it's new. You know? Yeah, remember so... the you remember the maintenance they had during the update yesterday? It's like what the fuck, Sony? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean you the know? service still the service is still god awful. Yeah, I mean the perks are good. Like oh look at all these free these cool free games. Like that's that's great. That's a good apology for me not being able to play for a whole day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like when the when the report came out about like the two minute like loading time, like I was surprised a little bit at first, but then I was like, yeah. But then, granted, it takes like two hours to download anything for PSN, yeah, so exactly. it's not exactly yeah. the quickest service. Yeah, that's why I download games when I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah. Just have it turn itself off. That's it. No, the worst is when uh, when my PS3 for like I didn't play it for a month or two, and I missed a bunch of updates. It was like, oh, I guess I'm just not playing today. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> Like I waited another day and a half to play. Uh, it's so Last bad. of Us, and I was just really? like, <laughs> "Do you want to?" Uh, actually, that's what I'm probably gonna have to do when the DLC comes out. Like, just let my PS3 sit mm-hmm. and just download. There, there download is, updates. There is there is no feeling more sad than sitting there with your controller ready to fucking play. I'm like, "Oh, my God, it's Last of Us. I'm ready to no, fucking I, feel again. I, Let's turn this up." When, like, oh, whenever man. I've gotten to that point, I just like switch to my 360 and let my PS3 just download stuff. While I'm yeah, playing. same here. I just switch to. I'm like, "Oh, what's on Steam? I'll play that." That's why you gotta <laughs> buy both both systems. Why adhere to just one? Buy two. Exactly. Um, Get a job. Work full time, guys. Yeah. Your answer for everything is buy everything. Exactly. Um, no, no, no I, I meant to tell you, I had an update from hell as well. Um, when I reinstalled Final Fantasy XI on my PC, twenty-three thousand files, nine hours. Oh my god! How many gigs is that? <laughs> How many gigs is that? Because I hear horror stories of people who are like, "Oh, I'm getting getting back into World of Warcraft," and it's like ninety gigs. <laughs> that was a lot. I honestly don't know the gigabyte size, but that yeah, nine hours worth. That had to be probably like ten gigs. And you're getting like ten years worth gigs. of patches. Yeah, because so that so you was have to start the, from the uh... oldest patches and then work your way up to the most recent one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, because I, I bought uh, I bought God of War Ascension in the uh, PSN sale over the holidays, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll play this. And then I looked, and it's 34 gigabytes, and I'm like, this is going to take, well... like, two days to download. <laughs> <laughs> All of your vacation. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, okay, for those of you that are big fans of the Resident Evil film franchise, those of you that are left that have stuck with it. Uh, Resident Evil 6 is not coming out this year, which I probably could have told you. Because... Oh, oh so we're talking about the movie? The movie, yeah. yeah. The movie, yeah. They are making a, they're making a sixth one, and they want it to be the final film in the series, but they have, first of all, what's his name? Paul W.S. Anderson is finishing up Pompeii, and there's no script, no nothing. So you're gonna have to wait. My I favorite, answer, my favorite answer story is when he's talking about the, I guess that fight scene between Wesker and, uh, and the, and one of the last movies where they're fighting Wesker in that white room, and he literally said like, oh yeah, the court. He goes, yeah, I literally just lifted it from the video game. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I think it's the scene where uh, Wesker's fighting Jill and uh, Alice. Is that that scene? I'm trying to I think. Honestly, of... don't know, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I saw the first and half of the second, and I don't know. I've never watched any of them, so I checked that after the first one. I was like, "Yeah, that's good enough." Yeah, the first one's all right. The first one yeah. is all right. Like, yeah. if you go in expecting nothing, you can kind of enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's it. Bleh. But that movie does so well, though. Like, I'm and I have no idea because there's there've been other kind of like video gaming movies that just 
don't do well. And I don't know for whatever reason, I don't know if just keep people who just keep falling for it. So, oh shit, Resident Evil, and they keep going and they keep getting fooled. It's Mila Jovovich. They probably they tapped. In, they somehow something about those movies tapped into the mainstream. And that's why it makes so much. Nah, man. People want to see video game fans. People want to see Lilu, man. I'm telling you, Lilu. <laughs> that's what it was. That's all <laughs> yep. it took. That's all it is, man. <laughs> um, another some more movie news. Uh, Zachary Quinto has been cat uh, from the Glass Menagerie. Um, has Star Trek. Cla- <laughs> 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 Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, Fucking Siler. Also from from Heroes, yeah, from Heroes, the Glass Menagerie. Uh, he's been cast in Agent 47, which is the upcoming Hitman film. And uh, I don't know if we talked about this, but Rupert Friend from mm-hmm. Homeland is repri- is going to be replacing the late Paul Walker as Agent 47 in the movie. Um, and filming begins in March. So, so Timothy Oliphant has nothing to do with this. No, nope. No. This is a reboot. It's no. a reboot. Basically, look, basically, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> since The Incredible Hulk, Earth um, 2, it Hitman. is okay to... <laughs> reboot because people might forgive you if it's good I, that's exactly what i was thinking yeah like it's kind of like yeah. a sequel reboot like yeah kind of i think that, it's a full-on reboot i think it's I, I th- the... yeah i think it's probably gonna be more of a reboot because it's not like people really cared about the first hitman but yeah um ryan there's a piece of news you oh yeah the uncharted uh, director yeah yeah there's another yeah. um there was a piece of news that came out like last night or this morning about uh, a new director for the uh uncharted movie that's kind of been uh floating around for a while now it's kind of uh, about a dozen writers. Like I think this is like the yeah. second or third director. Yeah. Yeah. This it's uh I forget his name offhand. Seth Gordon, I think. Um, but yes. he's taking yeah he's taking over as the director now. Uh, previously the other directors there was David O. Russell who did uh, American Hustle that just came out recently, and uh, Neil Berger was also supposed to direct before. Um, he did but, Limitless and the Lucky Ones, and David yeah, O. Russell yeah. did Silver Linings Playbook as well. Yeah. Yes. Limitless is yeah. such a cool movie. Yeah. But, I heard uh, a lot of good things about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seth Gordon's uh, supposedly going to be taking over as director for the the movie. And which, by uh, the way, he did the King of Kong, which is the documentary. Yep. And he yep. did Identity Thief. Yeah, and uh, so I think they said they're going to try to enter production by the end of the year for the for the yeah. movie. Good luck with that. As long as it has Nathan Fillion, I'm happy. So. <laughs> It's not, trust me. <laughs> Whatever your casting is, you're not going to get it. You want Brian Cranston's Lex Luthor? No, fuck you. You're going to get, Jesse, you're gonna get no, you're Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg you get Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, oh, oh. You want Carl Urban as Batman? Fuck you. You're getting Daredevil. Like, you know? Oh, man. All due respect, I actually like the casting of Ben Affleck, but I'm just saying. Yeah, so do, so do I. But I, I don't. Like I tell everyone else, let's wait for a fucking trailer before we yeah. – let's see some people in costume before we start eviscerating them. But that's not fun. I want to jump in now and complain. <laughs> I want to complain now. Then you're doing it wrong. You're 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 you want, what's wrong. You want the you're woman. You're what's John. wrong. No, damn it. No, he was daredevil. He was daredevil. Never forget. I think I T- Tony is the Tony is the hero that this podcast deserves. So. <laughs> and oh, and you wanted that woman from John Carter for Wonder Woman? Fuck you. It's you get uh, too fast, too furious, motherfucker. That's I people think get. it's that easy. It's not that easy. Some people are not available. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, I hate this fantasy casting. It's like, how come Nathan Fillion's on it? Well, Nathan Fillion's doing a TV show. That's why. <laughs> what is he a, doing? He does Castle. And there was an oh, interview right, with... Yeah. Uh, there were, I remember I saw some interview where it's like, hey, how come you're not in an Avengers movie? Because you, you know, your friends were like Josh Whedon. And it's like, well, it's not like I go to Josh Whedon and be like, hey, put me in your fucking movie. And he's like, I also have a job, too. Like... I, like I, I do something else over here. I, I can't just troll around. <laughs> Bitch, I'm busy. 
They weren't going to get Jamie Alexander, though, for Wonder Woman. The The Marvel actors are locked down by Marvel. If they want to get blacklisted, they'll do a DC movie, too. So get that out of your head, too. So That's why you won't get Idris Elba as Green Lantern. Because oh, he's high. Ball. I heard The Rock he is, is going to be the. That's like, yeah. no. And you know he's what not the, John Stewart. I'm sorry. You know what The no. Rock said? The Rock said, haha, no. <laughs> Good. He, he, tweeted, he tweeted IGN and was like, uh, no. That's I literally was just. It's just a hashtag, bro. It's just a hashtag. Rocky Maivia, thank you very much for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I like him, but a John Stewart, he is not. Yeah, exactly. I like The Rock, but he's not John. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, sorry. The thing is, Idris Elba would be a good John Stewart, honestly. Today we go. are canceling just... the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, what else? Oh yeah, one just a small piece of news here for those of you that are still playing Final Fantasy XI. Oh. You're getting new avatars for the way he did that. Yo, David, man, they talk about you, Playboy. <laughs> that was me. I just groan every time he says anyone. Like, Guys, can we let it go, please? Like, not letting it go. <sighs> They're, they're, they're adding two new avatars <laughs> for summoners. Kate Sith and Atomos are being added, so That's there you great. go. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. It's it's a it's a new game every time, okay? Every time you go back, it's a new game. It's, it's fun as hell. <clears throat> anyway. I'm playing this game. This is my podcast. We're gonna talk about it every week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. Now Tony, what are what are you playing? Well, since we're talking about Final Fantasy games, okay, that's what I'm playing right now. But <laughs> it's not a secret. If you go, you follow me on Twitter, you know what fucking game I'm playing right now. It's a fantasy game about an electric woman. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have that. Um, I'm reviewing that. It'll be out next week. So I'm actually All liking right. it. It's not my favorite of that series. There's been three of these games in this series. It's not my favorite, but I still like it for what it is. I think that's all you can All say right. if it's under embargo, yeah, right? I'll, okay. Yeah, I'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you yeah, talk I'll... about the boob job? <laughs> I can't. I can't say anything more. I'll talk about uh, it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the boobs are under embargo. It's in. It's in writing. Dude, even, even you cannot talk about the last hour no of the game or physics. Lightning's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The embargo didn't say anything about pictures. I'm like, hey guys, look what I'm playing. What is that game? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, and that was yeah. all, I always hated that about embargoes. It's like, hey, I'm playing a certain Rockstar game. <laughs> I'm playing a game that rhymes with Schmashmashin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that Ryan. goes back to the whole like, oh, play, yeah, let's you? play. Yeah, let's like let's play something for 50 million hours before the review is up. That's all I've been doing. My eyes are burning. <laughs> that that game's that long. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not like 100 hours long, but it's Thank long God. enough, you know. All right. <laughs> All right, stop stop breaking the embargo. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what are you playing? Uh, I actually played a lot because I had some free time this weekend, which Yay. never usually happens. So um, so I played over on Vita. I finished Oddworld Strangers Wrath HD because I'd love that to finish. Um, I also played through Tearaway uh, on Vita as well. And on Steam, I finished – I played the first two episodes of Kentucky Route Zero. On Steam, and uh, then cool most game, people... right, Ryan? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I, it just sucks because like it, it's been like six months since the last episode came out. I think the last episode came out in, like May last year, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a long time. Um, and then most recently, I played through. I replayed the first episode of Wolf Among Us um, because I'm playing episode two now for review. So uh, that's what I'm playing nice. now. Yep, I'm actually gonna finish episode two right after we finish recording. So let's uh, hurry this up, please. 
Excuse me. Excuse the hell out of me. George, what are you playing? Uh, I was away last week. I was uh, I was in Vegas for pleasure. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. So, Excuse so me I again. was stuck on the uh, I was stuck on my iPad for most of the time. So I was playing a lot of Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. And you didn't Classic. play Flappy Bird. No, I avoided Flappy Bird. <laughs> uh, I was playing that ridiculous fishing. I went through Device Six, which is a really cool kind of interactive oh, yeah, game. Yeah. That's an awesome fucking game. I heard that's fun. Uh, Infinity Blade 3 I was playing, which is so goddamn pretty. Uh, and then, okay, here's one thing you should not do on an airplane, is play any of The Walking Dead when children are seated a row behind you. Oh, what happened? Uh, I was playing episode one of The Walking Dead on my iPad, and I was getting, it was super early in the game, so it was after, you know, Lee gets escapes the police car, and so it's pretty much the first, the second zombie you encounter in the kitchen. Yeah where Clementine gives you the hammer and you just have to just bash the thing's face in. <laughs> so yeah. I'm there and I had headphones on and my girlfriend's sitting next to me and she's just watching just completely grossed out. And I'm just there and like, it, the funny thing in that scene, all you have to do is just hit him once and you can actually stop hitting the zombie in the face to, 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 to keep, you know, to trigger the event. So, mm-hmm. but no, it, you can just keep swinging at the zombie until there's nothing left of its face. I so I, I did, did that. that. Yeah, yeah, so I did that obviously. And at some point, my girlfriend just kind of nudges me, and I'm like, what? And she goes, there's a kid behind you just, like, gazing into this. And this kid must have been maybe under seven years old. I, <laughs> I kind of, like, peek back in between the, the seats, and the kid looks fucking horrified. <laughs> he just, his mouth is open. He just looks scared out of his mind. And I'm like, you know what? That's what you get for being nosy. And <laughs> damn right. Thankfully, I don't think the mom noticed. I think the mom was kind of like drifting into sleep because it was like a five-hour flight. But yeah, that people really was... raise their kids these days. It's fun. Yeah, that kid yeah. looked fucking terrified. And then I noticed <laughs> there's other people like around me who were just kind of watching me play because I, I didn't get an iPad Mini. I got like the new iPad Air, so the screen's pretty big. Mr. Fancy. Yeah, right. And <laughs> so people have just been watching. People were just watching me play video games on uh, on the airplane. So like when I was playing Infinity, but I had a couple people just kind of leaning over, like, "What the fuck is that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Infinity." But like, oh, it's cool. And then they went to go pee or something. But yeah, I had a couple of uh, onlookers when I was playing on the airport on the airplane. But uh, yeah, don't play Walking Dead in front of small children. That I, I'm pretty sure I gave that kid nightmares for the rest of his life. Good. Yeah, you know what? Good. That'll teach him. You know, you don't be nosy. Straight him out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap it up for this evening. Uh, what are I you playing, think... Dave? Oh yeah, what the fuck? Well, you know what I'm playing. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's been talking about it like half the I show. I was trying to, I was trying to avoid it because <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at again. Keep going. This is the only way you right. learn. He's I'm still downloading updates for it right now. I'm <laughs> playing Final Fantasy XI. What are you? What are you? A red Mage or something? Uh, right now I'm on my monk, but I have a few jobs that are level 99. So you're a dancer or a bard? What kind of fruity class uh, are you? Dancer what? is level 60, but I want to level that to 99. So. Oh, and my me. bard is 99. My black mage is also 99. <laughs> I had no idea those were actual classes in the game. I just wanted to pick the lamest oh, yeah. class no, I could think are. of. You, wait, you didn't know? <laughs> I just picked the lamest class. Yeah, dancer's in there. No, dancer uh, is amazing in 11. I, 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 that was so hilarious. George, George is like, what kind of fruity job do you have? I'm a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dancer. <laughs> Like, well, remember there was a while like on Star Wars Galaxies where like, these non-job jobs. It's like, well, what do you do? Well, I danced for tips in the cantina. I'm like, that's a thing. He goes, yeah. He goes, I mean, yeah. There was it was so it was pretty open where you can kind of do whatever you wanted. So some people they would pick a female character and they would literally dance for tips in cantinas. <laughs> or other people would be like, well, I'm just a craftsman. And I'm like, well, you should probably kill some. No, no. I, yeah, I like taking. I like making things. People give me materials, <laughs> and I was, I was like, 
wow, this is a whole <laughs> other, this is like some Second Life bullshit that I could not get into. <laughs> like, Come on, hello? Yeah, you poor guy. Oh, I thought I lost you for a second. No, no, I just... I just stopped caring about what I was talking about. <laughs> you just stop caring about dancers. It's fine. Uh, I also played uh, Dust Force, as I was talking about before. And uh, this evening, I will be playing The Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Um, episode 2. My nigga. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be playing Final Fantasy XI next week, so get ready. David, when you start playing Wolf Among Us episode 2, look out for that part where... Spoiler, 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 spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure to 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 message you here. Yeah, when, whatever. Yeah, the oh shit gonna... moment is that happens. Apparently, there's like five of them in there. Probably, yeah. I'm gonna finish um, it up tonight. So. All right. Well, I am David Rodriguez. This evening, I was joined by Ryan Meitzler. David. David. Uh, David. <laughs> Tony Polanco. Well, I can't follow up. I, uh, I wanted to say something cool. That uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's good enough. I to yeah. say something I, you just had a stroke. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and George Jimenez. Good night and God bless. It's episode one sixty. Good night, everybody. Bye bye.